podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, welcome to the Villa View match preview in association with Luke Roper, joined by Chris Dolan to preview the Newcastle game on Friday night at St James's Park. Dolan, how are you? Yeah, good man. Not too bad. Not too bad. How how are you? You okay? Yeah, very good. Obviously, a, a late a late one. There's been a bit of grievances in the in the Villa View camp this evening because I wanted to watch the Champions League, so we've had to do a later preview. So Dolan has been hassling me all night, telling me to bin it off. Even though it wasn't that great out of principle, I ended up watching it right till the end just mm. because you were you were annoying me. So a few grievances I haven't with today. No, it's fine. I mean, it's okay. I mean, yeah, it's well, it's the time. It's twenty-five past ten on a on a Wednesday night, but I've nothing better to do, so it's absolutely fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Exactly, and and you're the man with the, with the research. You told me just before we came on that you sat and watched West Bromwich Albion yeah. nil Newcastle nil Sunday lunchtime. Now, when I was on the BBC mm-hmm. on Sunday, I likened that watching that game to having to go to the in-laws' house. How bad was it? Uh, it was pretty painful, but. I think I learned my lesson. Um, well, to be frank, I, I did big up Sheffield's United pre pre game and, and said that it would be tricky. But um, I mean, it was it was bad. It was bad on Sunday. Um, it was uh, just two just two very 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 poor teams who uh, who didn't want to lose the game, you know. And um, obviously Newcastle missing missing Almiron missing Wilson. Miss since at Maxim, um, you know, there's that, there's the rumblings. It was kind of the, the game after the uh, the Ryan Fraser fallout. Oh, sorry, the, 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 yeah. the Matt Ritchie, the Matt Ritchie fallout, and um, I know Bruce has been unhappy with uh, with with a, a specific journalist that was on Talk Sport. Um, you know, thinking he's trying to obviously disrupt the camp, but suppose that all just plays in the favour of of teams like like Fulham and 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 Brighton and West Brom, teams that are trying to stay in the division. So, um, hopefully, listen, hopefully it works in our favour. And I mean, I think uh, the home game for sure was probably the most comfortable I've I've seen us in any game, uh, especially except, this except season, for, except for Liverpool at home seven two. But yeah, 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 yeah. But that, that was a mean, freak. That was a freak result, but that I mean, the Newcastle game was just was just a, just just comfortable from start to finish. We 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 were actually quite sloppy in that game. I, I felt, um, I thought the second half we were quite sloppy and, and uh, could have killed the game off and and um and got three or four. But yeah, I think it all depends on um on one guy on one man and um you know no at at the time of recording again we don't know we don't know about Jack we don't know about his fitness um. Even if we did know, I'm sure we'd have signed some contract of of uh, secrecy and, and not been allowed to tell anybody. And wow, I'm sure I've been, I've been see- digging around, and I tell you what, it's, it's very secret squirrel about, about yeah, Jack yeah. Grealish. I tell you what, no one. Wanted, Greg said the same. No one wants to t- tell you no anything. One, you just yeah. you can't find out anything about it. Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, listen. It, it's 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 kind of it's it's that kind of poker face, you know, and. Um, I think you know. Strangely, some of the fans are like thinking that Dean Smith is put up in front of the media every week and and told to sort of feed the sort of false information. I know that the whole Ross Barty thing ended up being in a few weeks, and then all of a sudden it was a few months. Um, so I think there's a little bit of worry that it might, this might be the same. Um, but um, I still think if Jack doesn't start uh, or doesn't play on on Friday, we should have more than enough. I thought we should have been out of sight against Wolves on on uh, on Saturday. That was thought we started the game. 
Um, but at the minute, we don't really seem to know our best midfield three. Um, yeah, nice. Sort of chopped and change, and I think it's such an important position. It's such it's the obviously it's it's the driving engine of of your team. And over the last three weeks, we've seen Nakamba, we've seen Ramsey, we've seen Sansong, who I thought was really good. Bartley's kind of coming in and. He's obviously been off the boil. McGinn's obviously going to be an ever-present. Uh, he's found some form of late. I thought he was superb against Leeds. Um, superb in the first half against uh, Wolves. But like all the players, really in the second half, I, thought, I felt we uh, we had a slight a slight dip and and we tired towards well, towards the ends. Um, but you know. Did, Dean Smith has a way with 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 Steve Bruce. Um, Bruce never yeah, seems yeah, to sure. be able to outwit Dean Smith, and and, and um, we're talking from experience as as Aston Villa fans. You know, Brentford were one of those clubs that we just that we never beat in the championship, and we could never beat and never find a way to beat because we just weren't on. I felt we weren't on the uh, the tactical level of uh, of Dean Smith um, when 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 Bruce was uh, when Bruce was managing Villa and, and Dean Smith was managing Brentford. So. Um, so from that point of view, Smith always seems to get one up on Bruce. So there's always that for me, there's that, there's that kind of mindset that from, from a, a psychological point of view, you sort of always feel that he has one up on, on Steve Bruce. Um, Newcastle probably along with West Brom and Sheffield United, there's a couple of teams at the minute, actually Liverpool, uh, has been, has been probably the, uh, one of the, one of the kind of, you know, least, least form sides in, in the division. Um, but listen, make no mistake about it. They're they're right in a scrap. Like they're right in it, you know. Um, and we talk about Bruce always managing to find a way to, to pull a result out of the hat. But you look at the injuries he's got, and um, you look at the kind of the disruption in 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 the camp within the squad, and you sort of wonder maybe has has his luck has the luck finally ran out for Newcastle and has uh, has actually sort of played all of his trump cards and is this the season that they that they go down and is this the season that Bruce can't quite manage to to magic a um an escape or, or magic a result when, when he needs one and like I say I hope we can go there on Friday and just pile on pile on the misery. Yeah, because if you could pick a team to play at the moment in the Premier League, you would probably pick Newcastle. I think that's pro- probably fair to fair yeah. to say. Yeah, yeah, Newcastle or, or, or West Brom. Um, I think out of the, all the teams in the bottom half, I think Fulham are probably probably the most on form and probably probably play the best football as well. Uh, Fulham, have been pl- Fulham have been playing well for months. Really the good results. I, I tell you what, the, the the Fulham team we faced at the start of the season is night and day to the team we're going to face at, at Villa Park in yeah. in a few weeks. So we, we, asked played, them, we played them, didn't we, before the close of the transfer window? Yeah, so I mean they were. I mean, Jamie Carragher's fam- famous famous post match uh, comments. He was never yeah. never certain, <laughs> never never more certain than anything that Fulham than, than, than Fulham going down this season. So uh, yeah, I think that could be a a meme or or, or a clip to, to come back and uh, and bite him in in the backside. But no, I like Fulham. Obviously, this is a Newcastle preview. But I think if you're talking about teams that that uh, that you want to play. Um, I think yeah, Newcastle certainly one of the teams that you would you would like to face. Um, I know Sheffield United had a lot of injuries and, um, but they they just seem to they just at that whatever whatever happened to us on on the night they just they just they just sort of got that bit of luck and we we just we just weren't at, at the races and 
I think when you take um, when you take the players out of Newcastle's team, the, the, the three players out of Newcastle's team, that is essentially all of their creative, all of their creative talent. That's their front three. That's the, that's their that's their spark. You know, you've taken out three of their of their of their match winners, three of three of their game changers, and um, and uh, you know anybody would struggle. You know, we're struggling missing Jack. So wonder how, how they feel missing missing Almiron and and. Uh, uh, Wilson and 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 St Maxim. So you'd like to think we can go there and and uh, put in a performance and get a result. Well, one man they have got is someone that absolutely loves a goal against us, Dwight Gale. Mm. Probably hasn't started many games this season, but I would expect him to probably come in and, and play against Villa. One of those players, and there's been many over the years. Just every time they seem to play against Villa. They seem to turn into Ronaldo or Messi, don't they? Dwight Gale loves a goal against. Yeah, them. but this is the this is the villa. This is the villa that you're thinking about from 2015, 16, 2017, whatever it was. When he, when scored, we he, were... well, when he scored. When he scored last season. Didn't they? Did oh, did did him, and, him and Andy Carroll came on, and that's a side. Yeah, you're you're absolutely spot. But I mean, that defence last season was was yeah, a bit different. like Villa. It's a different setup, mate. It's a different setup, and uh, yeah, Bruce doesn't seem to trust him. I don't, I don't think Bruce really rates him or uh, or trusts him. He, he very rarely starts, um, even if they're even if they're light up top. He, he he doesn't seem to want to start him. I think he'd rather play Andy Carroll than, than Dwight Gale. So um I think at the minute their 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 number nine is gonna be their number nine. That's Joe Linton. So I think he'll probably continue to play up top. But um listen on any on any given night, on any given night, um any any team can beat any can, can beat anyone in that division. And I think we we should we we you know if, if there's a result that 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 will give us um, that that kind of shake that we need and, and that and that uh, kick up the backside that we that we need going into this is is the Sheffield's United game um, because I think maybe we thought it was one before we stepped on that pitch and uh, um, when we got and although we had the, had all the ball and had all the ch- had all the chances we were just toothless going forward and um, it was a it was a result that certainly. Um, Certainly, that if we're trying to top push for this top top eight, top six, top eight, um, Friday's the kind of game that we have to go there and, and win because you look at our last oh, 10, 11 games. I mean, they're all tricky. They're all tricky. Um, I know we still have to play, you know, Fulham at home and West Brom at home, um, but we still got to go and play Everton twice. We still got to go and play Tottenham twice. Um, you know, Tottenham have, have hit a, a bit of form. Everton are obviously having a really good season, so. It's going to be hard. Um, it's going to be a hard end of the season. And, we need, and, and, and you've said quite rightly in, 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 the, in a, a few of the podcasts that you've done and even I think, uh, I think on Five Live, you were saying that um, although we're not playing well, we're still managing to pick up the odd result here and there. Um, yeah. You know, you think four, four points four points in a week. Uh, we, we played well at Leeds, granted, but... Um, you know, we we were off. Obviously, got beat at Sheffield United and, and managed to scrape a point against uh, against Wolves. So, although we're not playing particularly well, Southampton, we we were awful. We got three points. Brighton, we were awful. We got a point. Um, so we're managing to scrape points together, albeit if it's a draw or or three, we're still getting something on the board. And I I tweeted after the game on Saturday. I just tweeted forty points. Like. To me, you know, that, that's again, that's a huge achievement from where, where we were last season. Um, I think we were WhatsApp and uh, during the week, and and I, I sort of said, you know, if we can get it around about the fifty-four to fifty-five kind of mark um, by the end of the season, um, you know, it's looking for another, another fifteen points, um, four or five wins. 
I think that'll be that'll be class as a as an absolutely brilliant season. Um, and that should see that should see us comfortably in in the in the top half. Um, I, again, I said twelfth. I said sort of top twelve start of the season. Um, if we can, if somebody said to me, "No, you'll, you'll finish, you'll finish tenth," I take it. I take it. And uh, I think anywhere in that top ten is a, is a massive, massive step in the right direction. And um, I'm, I'm for one really excited about the summer. Uh, I'm really excited to see what kind of players we get in. And um, I think, uh, I think, say we're really, really going to get better and better. Um, so whatever happens now between now and the end of the season, it's been a, it's been a very, very much a triumphant season um, in my, in my books. We almost peaked a little bit too soon in some ways because we had such a good, good season up until Christmas and and just going into the start of the new year. If we'd had a bad start and now we were picking up these points and we were in this position, I think everyone yeah. would look at that league table and be really buoyant and think, yeah, yeah. here we go. We're going to have a really good end of the season. We're in a really positive position. But because of the way around it's happened, you kind of feel like what the good work that the club have done, it's kind of been, it's not, not tainted. Tainted is the, the, the wrong word, but people aren't looking as where we are as a success because they think we should be higher because of the way around in, in which we've done it. Yeah, but whichever yeah. way you look at it, Look at that league table. It's an unbelievable position at this stage of the season. Absolutely phenomenal. You know, and we, we 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 went on Friday and we're 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 we'll, we'll be ahead of Liverpool on, on goal difference with uh, what a game, two games in hand. So um yeah, you're spot on. I think we spoke about COVID maybe derailing the season, but probably hasn't derailed it. We just haven't played. We just haven't been as as attractive on the eye. I, th- I think December was I think we were the best team in, in the division. Yeah, we were great. Uh, we were what, really one point were. in December, I thought we were we were unstoppable. You know, we were Palace. That Palace game just blew my mind. We were just unbelievable. Um, and I know Palace haven't had a great season, but the fact that we went down to ten men and we just bossed that second half and could have won that four or five at least. Um, Chelsea, we were brilliant away. United, I thought we were so unlucky on New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, West Brom, we were brilliant. Wolves, we were brilliant. I mean, December, we were just, we were magnificent. And um, that's why I was sort of so excited. And I think that's why we were on such a high as a fan base. And we all were sort of thinking, okay, could this be a top six? Could this be even a top four? I mean, we're still in with a shot, but top four it now if we go on a, on a mad I mean, run, top, which we probably Top six won't, is more than achievable still. Top more six is achievable. more than achievable, but... I just think because we were in such a great place and, and you know, we we were flying in December, absolutely flying, and uh, COVID did derail us slightly. Um, we obviously have managed to pick up a couple of wins from since we've come back, but I just think we don't look as as pleased on the eye. We don't look as as, as fluid. Um, we don't yeah, look as, as slick. Um, and I think we just look a little bit off the boil and we look a little bit unfit. We don't look as fit. As we did um, in December, and listen, it's been a really, really tough, tough, tough season for everybody. And and um, you know, you look at our season and think it's it's at this point maybe a few bubbles have been burst. But you look at teams like Liverpool and the players they have in their in their in their squad, and and you know they the score one goal in ten hours of Premier League football or whatever it is is it's just not a normal season. It's not It's not a normal season um, by anyone's standards. Um, I, guess that's why people are, I guess that's why people are going to say it's a missed opportunity because it's not a normal season. Well, I was the one. I, I, come yeah, again. And I, yeah, and I was the one saying, like, you know, before before Christmas, I was like, you know, if we can go into this window and 
and and get in a striker, get in somebody to help help Watkins. We could we could because of the season being the way it was panning out, we could easily push for that top four. And um, you know, nobody spent any money in 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 um, in January. But I think I think we're probably looking at teams like West Ham and going well. If they've managed to stay up there, then why haven't we? Um, you know, they've only got one striker, and he's and he's not even a striker in Antonio. He isn't even a recognised striker. He's a he's a he's been a right back at, at one stage of his career. So he he you know they've 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 managed to sort of have a really settled midfield midfield partnership in in the centre, and 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 they've managed to on the whole stay stay clear of injuries. And when they did have injuries, Hatter came in and banged in a few, and then he obviously went off to went off to um, Ajax, but. But like, like I said, whatever happens between now and the end of the season, looking back on it, it's been a, it's been a, another one of those sliding door moments. You know that game against West Ham when we stayed up was a, was very much a sliding door moment for us because it allowed us to attract the players like Martinez. It allowed us to to spend thirty odd million on on, on walk-ins and bring in the likes of Chari and and Cash and um and again we'll we'll, we'll go again. And for you know, I I think I think we'll we'll go in for the likes of Tammy Abraham in in the summertime. I think we'll spend big again. I honestly do. I think we'll go again. I think we'll get five or six players. You know, people. I think people like Elmo will probably will probably leave because his contract's up. You know, people like yeah. um, Neil Taylor will go again because his contract's up. So we'll probably see four or five players um, leave leave the club, and and I think we'll bring in another four or five players, and I think we'll probably spend the guts of. 120 million quid again this summer and I think we're going to have a really 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 solid strong squad and um, you know I heard the press say when we were on a winning run oh Dean you know your squad's good and your squad's strong but for me our squad's not been strong enough as a squad we've only had maybe 12 or 13 players to pick from um, I think we're probably uh, we've been sussed out now I think you know we make the same subs and we bring on the same players and there's nothing really that we can do to kind of shake it up a little bit but um you know, you look at the likes of 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 Ramsey coming through. Um, he's going to be much better for it next season. I think we'll see the likes of Louis Barry probably come in in around the first team. Um, and I think we'll see a couple a couple of those players from uh, from Mark Delaney's under under twenty threes uh, that will that will that will be in around that squad, and they'll bring a youth. They'll bring they'll bring uh, a youthfulness, uh, a vibrancy, um, a hunger, and a desire. Um, and that's what I think. That's what we, that's what we need. And 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 you know to have to, to have had one of the best academies in the country back in the nineties and, and our early noughties. I think now we're starting to come back in. It's like full circle again. We're kind of becoming that club that hopefully will start to churn out real top top quality players. And uh, and you know for me the season the 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 future is only going to only going to be bright. And um, I'm really excited for the summer. And I'm really excited for the kind of quality player that that we're going to attract. Um, it's all about holding on to Jack as well. I know he's been tied down to, to a long-term deal, but obviously money talks. But if we can keep Jack, why would you not want to go and play alongside Jack Grish, one of the most think, gifted footballers on the planet? So if, I if I'm what if you're I'm, saying is is true with about the club. I think they want to bring in players of higher quality every summer than the ones we do. have today, which they 100 achieved in the summer just gone. But what they also want to do, which we probably weren't ready to do in the last summer is supplement the squad with those youth players as well. In the next year or two, you're going to see a, a higher quality of youth player. 
than has been in the last 10 years coming to the coming into the villa first team along with two or three quality additions and you're right we're going to get better year year upon year and if we can finish somewhere around the top eight this year i think that shows real real progress you yeah. spoke about west ham and i think the thing that separates them at the moment is that is that central midfield of rice and Suchek. i think that gives the the attackers a great platform and it gives the defense unbelievable protection as well so i think they've got the best of both villa villa have been stumbling the midfield's been changing it's the midfield that's not quite right at the moment back four yeah. when everyone's fit goalkeeper picks itself watkins as the striker obviously mm-hmm. as he's the only one pretty much picks himself Dean Smith's teams usually end the season well, so we've hopefully got that to come as well. But he's mm. going to need to get that midfield back for him because there's something to miss at the moment. Whatever combination we try, it's not quite working. Yeah. What do you think he'll do? What do you think he'll do Friday? In my mind, I'm kind of thinking we should just go back to Louise McGinn and Barkley. Just go Me back too. to yeah, because that that's, that was tried and tested for us. That was tried and tested, and it was getting results. And um, sadly, you know, really sadly, Barkley's Barkley's the fall guy at the minute, and I think he's missing his mate Jack Grealish. Um, and I don't like I don't like when players get singled out and and he'll everything. Come, he'll good. come good. He will he'll, come good. He'll come good. But you know, every bad touch, every bad pass, just gets blown out of proportion, and, and he's just having a, a bit of a bad time. But at the minute, it's just yeah. not working for him. But he isn't. He hasn't become a bad player in the last three months. He's still the same quality player that we saw um, when he first joined us. But you're right. For me, I would I would stick with that midfield three. And um, I think he will. Although, well, we thought he would against. We thought he would against. Um, Against Sheffield but he didn't. He kept he kept uh, he kept McCamba in there. I, I thought he'd bring Bartley back into the team, and again, I thought he'd bring him back into the, into the team on on Saturday. But um, he's going to have to come back in, and he's going to have to come good at some point um, because uh, I'd love to sign him. I'd love him to finish the season strongly, and I'd love to sign him. I think he's the kind of player that that um, that if we can tie it down on a, on a permanent, I think he'll be he'll he'll be quality for us um, over the next couple of seasons. Um, but it's I'm 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 concerned about Luis. I don't know. Kind of wondering maybe. I know it's kind of looking into things too much, but is his head being turned? Is he thinking about is he going to get in? Is he going to get into that Man City team next year? Is he going to stay at Villa? Where's he going to be at? Um, you know, at the minute the way he's playing, perhaps not going to want to call him back. But uh, he's dipped. He's had a massive dip in form. Um, he was a been, he in, was been in and out there recently as well, which never helps. Yeah, but he probably really needed he missed. probably needed a game or two out yeah. as well. But he need, yeah, he needed a rest. He needed a rest, and he's come back in. And he's been a little. I mean, he was he was per on he was per on uh, on on Saturday. But um, again, he's one I would love to keep. He's one I think will be will be will be an unbelievable player for us. Um, and again, he's only 21, 22. Um, but yeah, I think we're on the same page when it comes to that midfield three. I think uh, I still think our strongest midfield three is Barkley, McGinn, and, and Luis. Um, you know, we've blown teams, we've blown teams away with that midfield three uh, this season, and um, and that's the that's the midfield three I'd go for. Uh, I just think I know Barkley's not quite, quite bad, but I just think he just has that in his locker. He just he has that magic and that brilliance in his in his locker, and um, I think once he once he has a good game or once he has a moment of magic in a game. I think, I think, I think that'll that'll reignite something for him. But um, yeah, I think I think everyone's big focus is will Jack will Jack play on on Friday and and uh, yeah, he posted that video on, on on Monday. I think it was with the with the little battery thing, the little battery emoji. So uh, if you're gonna look into into that, then he's probably ready and energized to go to, to go again on Friday. But um, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Oh, well, but, 
we're recording this before the press conference, so by the time people have watched this, there'll probably be a press conference and we might have a bit more information about what's going on. Obviously, we hope he does play. Just just back to Barkley quickly. Newcastle's a good game to play him. Good game. Mm. You want to get him firing again. Like we said, Newcastle are a team you'd want to play at the moment. I mean, this could be yeah. famous last words. I think you've got to pick him. If he just takes one thing, he's got. I think he's got a decent record against Newcastle. I remember well, he scored an unbelievable goal. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable goal. He's capable, so I think I think we've got to just. I think we've got to play him and hope something clicks. He's a, he's a talent, and if he's on top form, he's a, he's a player that's one of the best at Aston Villa Football Club, one yeah, of the best English midfielders. You know, he he was a king at Everton. Couldn't do any wrong. Um, obviously had bad injuries through his through his through his, his early career, which would have been mentally quite tough. Goes to goes to Chelsea for 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 big money. Um, flashes of brilliance, flashes of brilliance for Chelsea. Gets in the England squad, um, top of the world. Then he falls out of favour at Chelsea again. He has injuries at Chelsea. Confidence is is, is probably at an all time low. Hasn't played much football over the last year to sixteen months, whatever it may be. Comes to Villa, hits the ground running, unbelievable first two months. That's a really bad injury against Brighton. Um, out of the team for what three months, uh, two months, three months. By the time he came back, it was a long time. Two three months. Then did he have COVID? I'm not sure. But we didn't play for what three four, four weeks. Then he came back into the team. As a team, we weren't playing particularly well. He was obviously still lacking a bit of fitness. And he's clearly just suffering from 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 a little bit of confidence. And um, you know, you think these these young lads are invincible, but but they're not. And he's just going through a bit, a bit of a rough patch. And I think as a fan base, I think as a fan base, our job is to is to try and back 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 the players and and back the team. And and um, you know, he seems like a real like a really decent guy as well. Um, you know, he's. I know it's not a great real a great sort of barometer, but. He's still posting pictures of him training, saying ready for the game and ready to go and looking forward to the game. And to me, that kind of tells me that he's, you know, he wants to be there. He wants to play. He wants oh, to I play. Think he's frustra- I think he's frustrated with himself. I think, and I think he is, yeah. And, he's really you know, frustrated with himself. People think, you know, a player at, at his level, you know, could you imagine if you're trying to impress your boss or you're trying to impress an external boss, i.e. Gareth Southgate, and he's in he's in the stands, and you know deep down that you're not you're not playing particularly well. And he was probably trying trying too hard against Leicester, and we weren't we we were poor, we were really bad in that first half, and um, and he just got hauled off. And he was as you say, he was more more gutted about him with himself than he than he was about Dean Smith. I don't think that was uh, that wasn't um, a dig at Dean Smith. That wasn't him throwing a strop at being taken off. That was him being angry with himself and being frustrated that, you know, his goal is to get into that England squad for the Euros. And at the minute, at the minute, he's, he's not quite there. So um, I uh, I think if we can, if we can, uh, if we can just back him and, and, uh, and he finds, he finds a bit of form that, 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 that he had um, pre-injury when, when he first joined us. Like I say, keep him fit. I'd I'd love to see him next year on a permanent. I, I really would. Um, I think he's the he's the class of player that we need. He's that kind of player. If we can get people like him, Sammy Abraham, um, you know, just build that. Going to be giving Chelsea some money in. Uh, well, if, but you, so if you're in charge, 
Super hit, super hit. I mean, you know, Dolan, I think that does us for this match preview. Although, to be fair, we've done many things, probably previewing the Newcastle game wasn't actually one mm. of them. It turned into a bit of a general discussion about Villa's plight at the moment. But thanks ever so much for joining me, mate. Always good to talk yeah, to you. I'll, I'll see you Friday, mate, for sure. Yeah, Hopefully, celebrating three points. Oh, he's in the purse match. He's, he's ready for the purity purse match yeah, pint yeah. on I'm Friday. Ready. Don't forget to, to check us out on that, on that live show on Friday, straight after the game. And don't forget to check out our sponsors as well, Luke Roper. They've got a new spring-summer range out. If you go into their store, the code and that and the web address has been flashing up at the top of the screen. Go and check that out and check out their new gear. As I say, Dolan and myself will be back with some guests maybe as well on Friday after the Newcastle game. Hopefully you've enjoyed this preview. Thanks ever so much for watching. Up the villa. Sports Social Podcast Network.